Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine, I'm Andy Dawson, pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Yeah, we've had a bit of uh, feedback, because you uh, forgot to do the Nifty a couple of times earlier in Just the week, Just receiving Sam. out, you know, listen, I've got various different, what would you call it, personas. Mm-hmm. Pseudonyms, it, yeah. In, in all different walks of life, if you think about it, I have, haven't I? Like sometimes it, it, I am called upon to be Sam Delaney, Britain's best journalist, mm-hmm. which is obviously a responsibility I take quite seriously, mm-hmm. and I try to conduct myself accordingly. Other times I am here with you, and we are taking our role as what I call thought leaders yeah. very seriously. Yeah. But out on the streets, certain streets mm-hmm. around cobbled streets, mostly. Although some have been tarmacked in more recent years. Right. right. Um, I still am known as Nifty. Yeah. And I still have that about me. I've got that side to me. Mm. I'm not, it'll, it'll always be part of me. Nifty will always be there. Sick, but but like, I'm, what I'm trying to say is I can't be Nifty all of the time. A bit like, um, a bit like Bruce Wayne and Batman, almost. Very like that, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I can't always be nifty, and Bruce Wayne cannot always be dressed up as a bat. Nifty, nifty on the streets, Sam in the sheets. That sort of thing. <laughs> That's it. So I always tell my wife. <laughs> I tell my wife sure about a potential that. T-shirt idea, which is which is nervous. I don't know if you remember this, but we were going to get T-shirts that just said "Nervous Love yes. Mate." Which I still think is a great idea. Yes. And she just looked straight through me and uh, then left the room. So it's hard. She's inscrutable at moments mm. like that. But I still think it's a really good idea. I started thinking about it deeply because I thought, I think if you were a young single man, and I get yeah. the impression that some of the people who listen to this show are, I think going out wearing virgins. a... Yeah, yeah, we're the most popular podcast for virgins. In fact, can you change our Twitter bio to that? <laughs> The okay. UK's number one virgin folk, virgin focused podcast. Yeah, I might start. I might start opening the newsletter with "All right, virgins" instead of "All right, dickheads." Um, I think if you are one of our thousands of young virgins listening to this, some of you older virgins, um, tragically, but. I think that if you go out, if you buy one of our forthcoming Nervous Lovemaker t-shirts, I think that's going to get you quite a lot of traction yeah. with the ladies can't, because can't, I think it, it shows self, it shows like, mm. what women don't like is, um, uh, you know, egotistical men, <laughs> to- toxic masculinity. <laughs> we're gonna, Do you know what I mean? 
we're going to pontificate about what women want now, are we? Yeah. Oh, that's another popular thing on this podcast is our insight yeah. to the mindset of the modern woman. <laughs> Thought leaders. And what they don't like, what they, let me, uh, uh, instead of telling you what they don't like, I'll tell you what they do like. Mm. Nervous lovemakers. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, you know, there's a uh, pandemic on, so there's not a lot of lovemaking going on. No, but if it's a if it's a nervous lovemaker you're after, mm. and and what kind of lovemaker is going to be more nervous than a virgin? Exactly. Because yeah. if you're doing it for the first time, it's almost like a baby with a more lamb. experienced woman, you're going to be very nervous. It's like having sex very with nervous. a baby lamb, almost, isn't it? That's it's that's big, what it's like. That's how my wife describes sex belly, with me. Yeah, belly stay on his feet. <laughs> yeah, oh, rolling off the bed, in falling fucking, over, covered in sticky goo. <laughs> Come into the bedroom, pull down my pants, trip over them, do a roly poly, <laughs> dribble everywhere, <laughs> climb onto the bed, then somehow fall off straight away, <laughs> start crying. <laughs> With all the while, looking, Marvin Gaye's Midnight Love, the whole looking, album playing in the background. Looking for a teeth to suckle on. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, anyway, yeah, yeah, Nervous Lovemakers. Yeah, that's them. T-shirt coming soon. That'll be... Uh, I mean, we'll see. We'll see how well they do. We'll see how popular the Nervous Lovemaker are. Can I, can I just quickly do some uh, news of that news with you? Yeah. For a while. I think I've got yeah. four, actually, this time. Uh, headlines, of course, and I want you to give me marks out of 10 on how likely you would be to click on the headline and find out more, Sam. First up, uh, transparent public toilets unveiled in Tokyo parks, but they also offer privacy. <laughs> 10. 10 in as much as you simply have to read more of that. You need to know more about that, don't you? Yeah. Uh, here's another one. Man wraps his neighbour's entire car in cellophane after it blocked his driveway. Um, say it again. Uh, man, a lot to take in there. Man wraps his neighbour's entire car in cellophane after it blocked his right. driveway. Uh, yeah, nine. Nine. You can kind of imagine it. It, tell, it tells cute. most of the story, but I'd probably click want to click through yeah, and find out what the fallout was. Just to have a look. Yeah. Uh, next one. Scientists develop a lightning fast robot tongue. <laughs> ten. Ten. Yes. Oh, it's Obviously. a big ten from me. <laughs> More from That's sp- something that I've always thought about, as I'm sure you have. A, a yeah. lightning fast robot tongue. Well, if you're a nervous lovemaker, that's half the battle, isn't it? <laughs> be fucking perfect, yeah. Better than Just... my useless, slow, sluggish, t- sluggish human tongue. Just set the robot tongue to orgasm. <laughs> Just lie back. <laughs> that's uh, living all right. Sure is. Um finally more with the science uh, researchers one step closer to bomb sniffing cyborg lo- locusts 10 close 10 <laughs> I don't 10. even know what any of that that was just one of those great elements it's just a jumble of exciting words yeah, it was wasn't it yeah so there we go that's news without news that's uh, 39 out of 40 there well done everyone have you um, mate I'm, I hate to bring up this subject mm-hmm. it's a subject that we're loath to bring up but it's the F word it's football have okay. you watched any top level European football over the last week or two uh, I've watched all of it pretty much apart from the, the good stuff 
No, <laughs> there hasn't been much good stuff. There's been uh, Barcelona getting trolleyed by uh, Bayern Munich. Good. It was fun. Um, and the Man City game, I think, was probably the other good one. But I was at the snooker when that was on. The rest of it, though, has been, ugh, fuck me, dull. Well, Bayern Munich are really good. They and are. I really yeah. hope that they win the final. Definitely. Um, I'm going to be on this hipster camping retreat with the axe throwers. Oh, of course, yeah. Who I bet will all be like Arsenal fans. Um, You're not going to get BT I, Sport there, are you? No, I'm going to get in the car and try and find a pub. <laughs> I've already planned it with Len. We've been on Google and everything. Oh, are you there with the families, the whole family thing? Yeah, Jeez. and another family. Oh, well. And another yeah. family. But no, we're going to go and find a pub somewhere that's showing it. Um, but I, I, I really hope they win because there's been a lot of chat over this last week about... Um, the ownership of these super clubs who seem yeah. to have done very well this year, what with Man City, PSG and Leipzig. Leipzig, Leipzig yeah. All getting into the latter stages. And um, I've seen a couple of clips online of people very eloquently describing why, you know, it's really hard to like these clubs. Mm. Especially when you look at PSG, not only have they bought their way to success, mm. they also, the money's coming from quite awful regimes yeah and uh, you know I was just wondering what your thoughts were on the ethics uh, 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 the ethical criteria of club ownership <laughs> you were wondering that were you why were you wondering was, that I've, it's just been troubling me all week I was thinking what does Andy make of this, all of this um, but it's not what? something I think about often and then I thought yeah actually fuck PSG yeah like you know they're they're awful mm. Man City I've always been a little bit more um, conflicted about because Man City prior to being bought I always rated so highly as a, a, a you know a club a set of fans and all the rest of it mm. and I thought mm, you know the fans still are what constitute the club to me and I think they're good fans and they can't help but those lads who were probably there when they were down in League One like you are now yeah. with Sunderland they're still there. You could be in the Premier League as a Sunderland fan two years' time and suddenly be the richest club in the world. Could happen. It could do, yeah. You know, it's it just do. as likely. It did, you know, it wasn't happened to Chelsea, happened to Man City. Sunderland, the same size it, club as either of them. Well, it, it almost right? happened to Newcastle, and I mean, it might still happen to Newcastle. I don't know. If the, the yeah. Might and then, then, sure. then what are you supposed to do? I don't know how I'd feel about it if it happened to West Ham. With the Newcastle thing, I, I think I said this in the podcast before, I think if Sunderland had been taken over by Saudi Arabia, um, mm. I'd probably fucking not go anymore. Yeah, uh, I think you're right. Actually, uh, you know, it would be weird, wouldn't it? Can't get past the fact that uh, the 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 boss man in Saudi Arabia is some kind of like fucking bloodthirsty henchman, and he regularly has people killed. They stone they stone allegedly adulterous women to death still in town squares. In Turkey, and they, they, they're not keen on homosexuals. They imprison and sometimes murder them too. So. Yeah, it's I can't, bit, it's I can't get iffy, to say that. the least, isn't and it? And as we always say, it's just a fucking child's game football. Is that a go and watch something else? Yeah, I'd go and watch another team. There's, an, there's a non-league team in Sunderland. I'd go and watch them instead. I'd just spend. I'd probably spend more time coining. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably watch more snooker. I find myself more involved exactly. in snooker than so, I was in. Football. I'd probably just get into other sports more. Yeah, snooker, coining. Anything. You don't, you're not obliged to fucking go and watch football and enjoy football. It's it's just things. You know Lots of other. I'd just immerse myself. I'd immerse myself full time in the Leniverse. 
I mean, it put a lot of pressure on my son because yeah. he'd probably have to produce more content <laughs> yeah. to satisfy my hunger. But I think he'd do it for Still me. Of his homework. Is there are there any new developments from Leniverse? I know you did an Ask Len on Twitter. There was a there was a Q and A in the week. I can't remember. There were some good things. Oh yeah, that was it. One of the questions was: Have there been any new tactical advancements in the Leniverse recently? Right. And how we do the Twitter Q and As is that because I'm faster on the keyboard he'll sit next to me and say his answer straight off the top of his head mm. and he's very strict about me writing it down verbatim right yeah like if I try to embellish or do an extra like explanation or contextualise it he goes bananas so he and threatens he yeah. threatens to walk away he does an Elton John right that's it I'm going this Q&A is over this is supposed to be my Q&A you're merely you're merely a, a paid employee I'm I am paid employee yeah <laughs> unbelievable um Oh shit! I'm about to have phone problems here. Uh, oh, but anyway, just... quick to flash. He went, yeah. "Yes." I said, "Is there any tactical um, advancements in the university?" He went, "Yes." In Ecuador, the in the Ecuador league, they've been experimenting with allowing twelve players on each team. <laughs> That's not what we want. More fucking football. Yeah. More of the twelve cunts. players on the team. No, it's not a bad idea. Well, uh, I'd like to Although see. I probably want aside. to see the pitch bigger. Yeah, eight aside, more space. Mm. more mistakes yeah but who knows well you... I'll ask him well alright I mean I really thought this European bonanza as it looked like was going to be really really good but it hasn't it's fallen flat it's a good fight PSG Bayern Munich though if you think about it we're talking about you know old football new football Bayern Munich mm. classic old football club right an institution yeah. Um, mm. giants of, of the European stage like since it almost started and also yeah. like a lot of German clubs still one of these clubs that sort of have huge involvement with the fans do you know what I mean the fans yeah. have, play a significant role in even decision making at the club and then on the other hand you've got PSG yeah. which is just an absurd marketing exercise by a uh, despotic mm. homophobe out in the desert sports washing yeah. cunts yeah. So plus I'll Bayern's be... coach is called Hair, Hair Flick, which reminds me of Allo Allo, which is never a bad thing. Yeah, it's always good to be reminded of a um, Allo Allo, isn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, I'll be supporting Bayern Munich. My son then he'll be supporting PSG because he's been sucked in by the whole <laughs> thing, which is aimed at people just like him because he loves Mbappe yeah, and Neymar. It's what he loves. Yeah, he's he's been well and truly sports washed. Yes, hasn't he? Yeah. Oh well. Yeah, he'll learn. Anyway, that's enough of that. I mean, we were watching it the other night. We what we watching? We were watching RB Leipzig and um, PSG. Me and my son, mm. and he said, "Who do you want to win this one?" Then, and I just thought for a minute. I just said, "Neither of them." Yeah. I, the fuck, fuck, fuck them both. Okay. Yeah, it's like when I have but to watch Chelsea to Tottenham. It's so confusing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, there we go. Anything else going on? Nah. To talk about before we get on to Pelle. Nah, nah. That's just a bit of football I had up my sleeve. It's gone now. Um, I had a. Um, I was having a chat just before we came on air with um, regular canter, sometime contributor Tommy Stewart. And oh, yeah. we, I told him that the, the it was, I told him that the best picture I, I'd ever seen was of Floyd Mayweather and Fifty Cent, both in their hotel room. <laughs> This is years ago. Oh, can you hear that in the background? Oh, ice cream, man. It's a bloody ice cream. It'll... It won't sell many. Oh, no, no show, it doesn't either. work. Yeah, I nearly did it too. <laughs> doesn't work. Um, 
Alright, I'll just wait for him to stop. Kids! Kids! Tip, get the bowl! Get the bowl! Here's a fiver! <laughs> Tell him your dad's doing a podcast. He wants five quids worth of ice cream in that bowl. Right. Um, Our ice cream man. Our ice cream man stopped coming round. Why? I don't know whether it's COVID related or what. I don't know. He hasn't been round this year. I've noticed that ice cream men, right from the beginning of the COVID disaster, have been granted immunity. Yeah. From the law Is that and the virus. Just... I think that they have some sort of... Spe- I mean... They were classed by Boris Johnson's government as above NHS workers. Key workers, yeah, key plus. They were key, they were called key plus, right? Um, and he was really insistent on it. He did a press conference that mm. got suppressed because his press team thought, look, this isn't going to go down that well. But he's obsessed with ice cream men and he wanted them to be called key plus and they have more privileges uh, because he claims that ice cream men are impervious to all virus and infection well yeah so perhaps they're all they conservative donors as well that could be it jalapeño quality sleep is essential that's why the sleep number smart bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature sleep number smart beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Jalapeño. Anyway, I said that the best photograph ever, in case you want to check it out, I'll stick it up on Instagram, is from a long time ago, and it's of Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather? Floyd Mayweather mm. and 50 Cent. They were best mates at the time, and they're in a hotel room in Las Vegas, both holding loads and loads of cash, right? Just facing the camera, <laughs> just holding armfuls of cash. And it's one of those photos that you look at and you sort of think, the story behind this must have been that to get that amount of cash, one of them or both of them would have had to go out into Las Vegas and max out their card in cash withdrawals at every single ATM yeah. machine in the area. Because yeah. it's always that thing yeah. you think, get a grand out. Floyd Mayweather might have said to 50 Cent, Oi, 50 Cent, go down to the ATM in reception and get out. <laughs> a, 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 what's the maximum on your credit card? And he'll go, oh, it's like $1,000. 300 a <laughs> It's 300 a day. Right, well, get that out and bring it up here, right? And bear in mind, they're probably in a penthouse. So, like, in Vegas, you're talking maybe the 30th floor, right? So he's gone all the way down in the lift. He's got out $300. He's gone back up. And when you're holding $300, it's always less impressive than you think it's going to be, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. if someone's ever given you an envelope with a thousand pound in it, it's kind of like it just feels quite slim and lightweight, right? 
So Floyd Mayweather's been like, oh, fucking hell, right. Here's my card. I'll give you the pin, right? Don't try anything, because as soon as you've withdrawn the money, I'm going to go online and change the pin anyway, right? <laughs> Get out. Maximum on that is $1,000. He'll have had him running all around fucking Las Vegas to every ATM on his debit. Yeah his credit card, his backup mm-hmm. credit card, and his work credit card that he's really not supposed to use unless it's an emergency. I mean, you're not supposed to withdraw cash on a credit card because the interest rate's ridiculous. It's insane. It's not, it's not worth it. Yeah. They'll have done the lot just for this one fucking photo. And you still think, lads, just the what's photo. the point? But that said, I look at that photo at least once a week and have done for 10 it's years. It's in your memory, isn't it? It's a classic, yeah. fo- it's a classic image. I remember going back to 2006 when 50 Cent was going to play a live show at a a newly opened bar in Sunderland (laughs) called a bar called Glass Spider Bar, which of course is named after David Bowie's ill-fated 1987 world tour, Glass Spider. And yeah, the the, the owner of this bar said that he booked 50 Cent to play. Uh, I'm just looking at the stories online from the time, but then there was was a, a about turn... And he admitted he got it wrong. Uh, it, 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 he, he said, we've got a special night lined up featuring singers and we have an official 50 cent night that is sanctioned by his rental company. I presumed he'd be coming to the event, but unfortunately he's not. <laughs> I presumed, perhaps in retrospect, somewhat naively. <laughs> what is a 50 cent night? And how does it have to be sanctioned by his rental company? Well, Do you know what I mean? Just have a, just put his records on. Put call it fifty cent night. I, please records I could all hold night. an Andy Dawson night, and you wouldn't be best you pleased could. if I hadn't got that cleared with you, with you or your representatives. Oh, go for it, go for it. I don't mind. What would you do? Like sort of cut bits out of this these podcasts? Yeah, of me talking and just play them. Yeah, I might set them to music on Garage Band. You could do that. Mm. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that at all. I mean, as long as it's said that it's on. I'd have pictures around of you stuck up on the walls in the pub where I'm going to yeah. run it. And I'd probably do yeah. a, bu- a beige buffet of your favourite foods. You could, you get maybe get a lookalike in as well. <laughs> yeah. Do some fucking selfies. Brit- Britain's premier yeah. Andy Dawson lookalike. Yeah, yeah. All I would ask is that at regular intervals, like every 25 minutes, you just on the mic, you just say, Tonight's event has not been authorised by Andy Dawson. <laughs> You know, also, there's a drag tribute act to you as well called Mandy Dawson, who <laughs> who does a really great yeah. show. Very camp and bitchy yeah. version of you. Well, what if that was me, eh? Hey? Hey? Oh, mm. mm, you've never seen us in the same room together, have you? Um, yeah, so anyway, that's, that's just my 50 yeah. Cent and Floyd Mayweather story. In case anyone wants to look at that photo, it's well worth a little look. Uh, and the owner of the Glass Spider Bar went on to say, uh, one girl came in with £100 and said, I want a ticket, I have to see him, and I don't care how much it costs. (laughs) (laughs) I must admit, if 50 Cent was playing local to me, right, I would would probably... If if he was playing really local at a small venue, he's probably one of the eyes where I'd think, I have to see this, and money is no object. You'd make an effort, wouldn't you? Yeah, of course. You'd move heaven and earth to get access to that show. Of course. I've just looked at the original announcement before it was all realised it was not going to happen, and he said, this is going to be like nothing that's happened in any Sunderland pub before. It's going to be the biggest and best night the city has ever seen. Honestly, and and I include, (laughs) you know, 
including that night when <laughs> shitty Paul put a turd in a glass and threw it um, at those lads. You know, that was a memorable night, but this is going to be more memorable. Even more memorable than the night we won the FA Cup in 1973. <laughs> Even bigger than that, because Fiddy's coming. Yeah. Uh, we've got um, we've got some Ask Pelliers in, haven't we? Yeah, we've been promising this we for a while. We were going to do while. Ask Pelliers and Ask Roger Taylor, but we thought we'd split them up and we'll do Roger Taylor probably on Monday. Right, Roger Taylor does, of um, uh, course, um, he, he, he specialises in financial advice. Big or small. Yeah, consumer stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Day-to-day consumer stuff is what he's really into. And he's always got loads of great tips about ways you can save Mm. yourself a few quid, you and the family. He's a bargain. He does some really good stuff on days out in the summer holidays. He does. (laughs) Because, you know, it's like fucking Mount Up, can't it? And he's always got all the coupons that you cut out of cereal boxes and you get, like, two-for-one at places like Alton Towers... Um, Chessington he World of Adventures. He should do one of them booklets that you can get that you get free for the summer holidays. He should do that himself with his face on the front yeah. and all the coupons that you need inside and maybe some drumming tips as well. Yeah, as a bonus. Do you know what I mean? Inside, yeah. I will show you how to play the drumming bit out of Radio Gaga. <laughs> um, whilst, also, than- whilst also getting you access to Harry Potter land... <laughs> <laughs> at Warner Brothers Studios, right? A, a, a massive a 60% discount. <laughs> Fuck yeah, it, sounds like yeah, the best pamphlet fun. ever. Doesn't it? Do you know, someone should do, All actually, right. that's something for us in the future, put this on our list of ideas. We should do the mm. greatest pamphlets ever produced in the UK. Mm. It'd be a good one, man. Pamphlet Odyssey. Mm. Yeah, countdown top 10 pamphlets. Yeah. Uh well, Pelly, of course, spends his time down the pub these days, and if uh, if you buy him a pint or give him the cash equivalent, mm. you get to ask him one question, don't you? Yeah. He sort and of... He'll, uh, he'll let you sit with He him. holds an audience with you in return for a pint. He's caught, doesn't he? But we yeah. managed to get a shitload out of him. We put a bit of money into it, and we managed to get a load of people's questions that you sent in. Yeah. First one was from David P. Hilditch... <laughs> Uh, he says, "What, Pelia? What was the last thing that triggered you? I know it was a long time ago, being that you can't get a boner anymore. I don't know what." what, what... He was like, <laughs> uh, "Well, it's a good question. Funnily enough, I used to become extremely aroused by my own performance on the football pitch. <laughs> Probably the best boner I ever achieved was when I scored that overhead kick with a broken arm." in Escape to Victory when we were playing the Nazis. Now, a lot of people uh, come up and say that that were a scripted drama. It wasn't. It all happened for real. I actually played against Nazis in the Second World War with a broken arm and beat them with an overhead kick. And afterwards, I had a lob on so fucking strong that it didn't go down until after VE Day. Next question. And that's what that's what gave me the idea for the pills. Uh, <laughs> other than uh, if you if you're talking about a non Pele related boner, I'd probably say Jan Francis in series two of Just Good Friends because <laughs> she was she, she was <clears throat> she was uh, a bit you know she had something about her, but she was also a bit posh. I like that. I like I like the posh birds. You know what I like about a posh bird is it's the way they turn. Like one minute it's all butter wouldn't melt, 
and then all of a sudden, yeah. bang, they say, pop your finger up my bum hole. <laughs> and I tell you as well, they don't say it as politely as that either. <laughs> and I don't need much encouragement, put it that way. Alan Gibson uh, has asked, ask Pele what he thought about fellow Brazilian legend Socrates turning out for Garth of Town at the age of 50 against local rivals Tadcaster Albion. Legend or cunt? (laughs) Absolute cunt. Absolute cunt. I don't know all that much about the story. I'm assuming he did it for naught. If he did it for naught and it weren't even for charity, he's a fucking idiot. Because, you know, what is the point? I wouldn't fucking get out of bed for less than five grand. And uh, you've got you got Socrates, who, let's not forget, is a doctor. He could be, you know, earning a crust doing some doctoring. He's gone all the way to fucking Yorkshire, wherever the fuck Garforth is. He's 50, and he's having a kickabout. Fucking arsehole. Wouldn't catch me doing it. it. To be honest, I pity him. I feel bad for him. If he wasn't such a hateful person, which, trust me, he is, right? I mean, I've been in a room with him, and it's not fucking funny, right? But if he wasn't such a hateful person, I would actually pity the bastard for wasting his time like that. I mean, me, I know my value. I know my worth, right? Listen, I've been in the street and there's been kiddies kicking a tin can around. And if it's come over to me by accident and I've so much as side-footed it back to them, I've gone straight over and handed an invoice to the little bastards, right? I'm fucking oh, I'll take the can off them. I'll take the can off them and I'll put it on eBay. I'll say this can was kicked by Pele and I'll list it under an assumed name. And I'll normally get I normally get seven hundred and fifty quid for that. <laughs> and that's fucking true. <laughs> Pele says that at the at the end of a lot of his answers, by the way, listeners. Yeah. We've sat with him for a long time. Steve Orb says, Dear Sir John Pele, why did you claim Nicky Butt was the best player of the two thousand and two World Cup? I'll fucking tell you why. I'll tell you why. You're asking me that question now. That's fucking why. 18 years later, you're still fucking talking about it. You can't stop thinking about it. That's why I've fucking done it, mate. Get inside your fucking head. I'm inside it your worked. fucking head. I'm fucking living rent free in every football fan's head on planet Earth. And he asked me why. It's because of what I said about Mickey Bot. You know, the thing about me is, right, yeah, I'm the best footballer ever. Everyone knows that, right? But it's not just football I'm skilled at, right? I'm a manipulator. I'm a Geppetto figure. I know how to control public opinion. I know how to capture the fascination of the masses. And when I dropped that bombshell in 2002, <laughs> I knew that would be as big a part of my legacy as the 100 million goals I scored. And it's that like, is you know, true. 1955 through to 1975, it was all about the football. Since then, psyops. That's what I'm into now. Getting inside your fucking mind, having a rummage around. <laughs> and it fucking works every time. I never even saw a single fucking minute of the 2002 World Cup. Didn't see a fucking minute of it. I have never watched any World Cup that I was not involved in. In fact, I haven't watched any football match that I was not involved in. Do I watch football? Yes, I regularly watch back the videotapes of my own performances. I've been to every World Cup since 1970, but uh, you'll usually find me near the buffet when the games are on. Filling my fucking uh, face for free. Filling my fucking boots. I fill my face, and don't worry, I fill my fucking pockets for later on back at the hotel as well. <laughs> Not fucking getting room service when I can fill up one fucking volavons. It's what I always wear. You'll always one. see me, even in sweltering weather, right? Because <laughs> we're playing it in, in the summer in hot countries, whether that be Brazil or South Africa. 
people will often wonder why I am wearing such a big overcoat. Well, why do you fucking think? (laughs) What are them long ones? Fucking shoplifters overcoats they are. Big deep pockets on the inside. (laughs) You get an old prawn ring in one of them. My ones are fucking filled with flakes of pastry. (laughs) Bits of old sausage Uh. meat. Right, uh, Kieran Moriarty says, Pele, who would win in a fight, you or five medium-sized sharks? Interesting one. Well, that's going to be big, isn't it, every fucking time? Because you, you, you can knock a medium-sized shark out with one punch. You punch it right on the fucking nose. So it'll be like, one, down. Another one comes to me, bang, down. Third one, bang, down. Fourth, bang, down. Fifth one, bang, down. Then the first one wakes up, bang, again, again, and again, again. Keep that until they wear them out. Piece of piss. And here's a thing that's worth knowing in case you ever have to fight some sharks, right? They will they will wake up, but once you've knocked a shark out a third time, that's it. Sparked out for good, right? It's like lives on a computer game. Once all three have gone, that's it. So if you're fighting... Five sharks, right? Do the fucking maths, it's simple. You've got to have 15, 15 fucking spark-out punches in you, right? And it's not that much. So if you can train yourself to sustain that level of fighting energy, right, then you will never have any trouble with sharks, trust me. And that's true. <laughs> there we are. Pelia, we'll have uh, Roger Taylor, I think, on Monday. If you've got any consumer queries for Roger Taylor, send them in through Twitter or email. Yeah, um, he's really keen to get going on this, actually. And I'll pass on that idea about the pamphlet. I think he'll like that. If he hasn't already started doing it... I've got into a... uh, Sam, it's Rog. Uh, There's some fantastic uh, self-publishing software available online. It's absolutely... And the prices are unbelievable. You know, in the eighties, we uh, we we printed a lot of like quite glossy programs for uh, some of our bigger concerts at the big venues. And to be honest, we made a loss on some of them because the cost of glossy paperback then was so high. And Freddie really wanted them to be, you know, full color and, and quite ambitious. So I was never convinced. But now online, you you could get like I could get a a, a box load five thousand Roger Taylor pamphlets printed up for next to nothing. And uh, and the, uh, the the print quality is pin sharp, which it didn't used to be a few years ago. I remember I printed out a load of QR codes, but they were all just slightly blurred, and no one's readers could read them properly. And, what? and that was a very bad time for me. Thing but, is, uh, yeah, Sam, it's 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 print to order, so you're not taking any risk. Someone orders a pamphlet, right, and it just ta- it charges the money to your Mastercard, yeah. And and then it just gets sent, drop shipping they call it. It gets sent straight no to the stock guy. No control to worry about. It's amazing. You don't have to worry about anything. It goes straight out to them, and and there's there's zero risk involved, Sam. <laughs> I'll send you a link now. <laughs> All right, yeah. Cheers, Rog. Uh, thanks, mate. Yeah, so we'll have we'll have Roger uh, on with this episode. I think uh, that's about it. I reckon. <clears throat> yeah. Enjoy your weekends, right, virgins. Yeah.
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.